Hello, my name is Jacqueline and I'm a very proud grandma. I write stories for my grandchildren and I'm happy to share them with you too. So make yourself comfortable because my next story is about to begin. The Trampoline Mariam's favourite place in the world was out in her backyard on her trampoline. She spent hours on there. She didn't do any fancy twists or turns. She just bounced up and down. Her parents thought she liked being on it for exercise and fresh air and she always looked content, smiley and happy. But nobody knew the real reason she bounced up and down on the trampoline. It was a secret that Marion wanted to keep to herself. Until now. Marion's grandpa had brought the trampoline a few years ago for Marion and her sisters to enjoy. It was a big round trampoline which they could all bounce on together if they wanted to. Around the outside of it was a large safety net just in case they learnt any tricks which could result in them falling off, especially if they didn't land in just the right spot. To get onto the trampoline, they had to climb a little ladder which had four rungs on it. Then they climbed through an opening in the safety net which they closed behind them using the attached zipper for extra safety. The first time Mariam jumped on the trampoline, she felt a little strange. She didn't really like bouncing up and down. It made her tummy feel funny and she didn't see the point in spending time doing that. Her two sisters liked bouncing and enjoyed playing together upon it. But soon the novelty of a new trampoline wore off. Nobody used it except a tiny dormouse who seemed to enjoy strolling across it, maybe for exercise each day. The girl's mum had seen the dormouse many times climb up one of the ladder legs. At the top, he pulled himself onto the safety net and jumped through the open gap. Then he would stroll around the trampoline with his head held high as the fabric gently bounced under his tiny footsteps. When he came back round to the opening in the safety net, he would climb through, then move over to the ladder and slide down the leg as if a fireman on his pole. This happened most mornings just as the sun was rising and always made mum smile. Mariam didn't spend very much time outside, unlike her sisters. She preferred to stay in her bedroom and read. She loved reading and would get lost in the magic of the stories for hours at a time. One warm Sunday morning, as they were all sitting around the dining table enjoying breakfast, Mariam's mum asked her girls what they were going to do that day. Mariam's sisters didn't hesitate with their answer. They were going to play in the woods which joined on to their yard. The day before they had been busy digging up an area and finding old pieces of pottery. It was fun cleaning up their finds and figuring out what they had been and how old they were. What are you going to do, Mariam? asked her mum, already knowing the answer. I have a new book from the library that I'm excited to read, came Mariam's reply. You really should go outside and enjoy some time in the sunshine before you go back to school tomorrow, sweetheart, Mum said. 
Why don't you go on the trampoline for a while? The exercise and fresh air will do you good. Bouncing on the trampoline is boring, replied Mariam, tired of having the same conversation with her mum. I don't see the point of it. You know I would rather read. Mariam loved reading and because of this she was top of her class. She loved going to school almost as much as she loved reading. She always handed her homework in on time and excelled in tests. She had many friends and was a very popular girl. OK, said Mum, not wanting to have the usual argument with her daughter. Do what makes you happy. And she set about clearing the breakfast dishes. Oh, don't forget, girls, it's school tomorrow, so an early night for us all. The next day, Mariam came home from school in a very bad mood. What's wrong, honey? asked her mum, not used to seeing her daughter like this after school. A new girl started at my school and I had to look after her all day, Mariam started to explain. She seemed nice until after lunch when we had maths. She couldn't do her sums at all and no matter how hard I tried to help her, she just couldn't understand. It was so frustrating that I got angry and said some nasty things to her and the teacher gave me detention. That's not like you, sweetheart, said Mum, confused as to why her daughter would be so mean. Are you spending too long reading at night instead of getting enough sleep? You always think that's the reason for how I'm feeling, snapped Mariam, and she ran out of the house and into the backyard. Mariam was upset with her mum and upset with herself. To be honest, Mariam didn't even know why she had been so mean to the new girl in school. Sometimes it does take people a while to grasp the concept of things. What she did know was this sudden feeling of anger and frustration had been happening a lot lately. Like just now when she had snapped at her mum, who was only trying to help. Mariam stomped around the yard, not wanting to go indoors just yet. It was a little chilly out, so she looked for something to warm her up. She spotted the trampoline and thought bouncing on that for a while would help her feel warmer. She climbed up the ladder, stepped through the gap in the safety net and pulled the zipper up. She moved into the centre of the trampoline and started bouncing up and down, up and down. Suddenly, Mariam heard a voice talking softly in her ear. Hello, Mariam said the voice. My name is Debbie. Mariam stopped bouncing and looked around, but no one was there. She went over to undo the zipper and get off the trampoline when the voice spoke again. Don't go, Mariam, the voice said hurriedly. I didn't mean to scare you. I just want to talk to you. Who are you? Mariam asked, searching around for the person who was talking. Come out and show yourself. Why are you hiding? I'm not hiding, said Debbie. I'm your inner voice, a special friend who watches over you, like a guardian angel. A special friend? questioned Mariam. What does that mean? And why can't I see you? You can't see me with your eyes, explained Debbie. But if you close your eyes, you will be able to see me in your mind's eye. Mariam closed her eyes for a second before opening them quickly again. No, I can't see you, she said not too sure if she liked this uneasy feeling. You will eventually, answered Debbie. I have been around you since the day you were born. I'm your guardian angel and I guide and protect you by sending thoughts to you. 
That sounds a bit weird, said Mariam, still looking around her for some kind of sign of a person. After all, only things like this happened in the book she read. Maybe her mum had been right and she did need to get her head out of books and spend more time outside in the fresh air. Her thoughts were brought back to the moment when she heard Debbie's voice again. Do you remember when you went to cross the road yesterday, but stopped just as a car came whizzing around the corner? asked Debbie. Yes, answered Mariam. I wasn't looking or thinking properly and just stepped into the road. And suddenly, for no reason, I just stepped back onto the curb and then the car came hurtling past. Well, that was me, said Debbie. I put the thought into your head. I also inspire and push you to do great things in life. Marion wasn't sure if she liked this thought and said, So you tell me what to do and rule my life? No, Debbie said softly, not wanting to upset Marion. You are free to do whatever you want. I just advise and suggest the right path for you to follow by putting suggestions into your mind. Well, you didn't do a good job of helping me at school today, said Mariam a little sarcastically. I still feel really angry about it. I did try, Debbie explained, but you were too busy focusing on being angry and frustrated with the girl that you didn't take any notice of the thoughts I was trying to give you. So you trying to help me with thoughts doesn't always work then, Mariam said, feeling slightly curious by now. You have to take responsibility for your own feelings and emotions, Mariam, Debbie said. I'm only around to advise you. But when you're feeling negative emotions, it's harder for my positive advice to get through to you. But that girl made me feel so frustrated, said Mariam, remembering how she felt. No, she didn't, Debbie corrected. You chose to feel that emotion and the only person it upset was you. The girl couldn't help not knowing how to do the maths. But she didn't understand what I was trying to tell her, argued Mariam. The next time it happens, suggested Debbie, send her to the teacher to explain. Don't allow yourself to get so angry about something that is out of your control. Now, how are you feeling? I was starting to feel better when I began bouncing on this trampoline, said Mariam. That's good, said Debbie. Why don't you bounce again? Mariam started to bounce, still feeling strange with this voice in her ear. I do feel better doing this, she said. Why is that? Debbie started to explain. When we move our attention from whatever frustrates us, our mind is taken away from negative thoughts as we start focusing on doing something completely different. Normally because we start doing something positive, something we enjoy. Marion bounced up and down as she thought about this. Close your eyes as you bounce, Debbie suggested and enjoy the bouncing. Mariam closed her eyes as she gently bounced and a calmness came over her. Now, continued Debbie, take a deep breath in and then blow out any negativity you may still have in your body. Mariam took a deep breath in and as she breathed out, she felt a warm glow around her. She took another deep breath in and the warm glow grew stronger. Peace surrounded Mariam, and she felt so much better than she had earlier. She opened her eyes and said, 
Thanks for helping me, Debbie. Silence. Mariam smiled as she opened the zipper to the safety net, climbed off the trampoline and went indoors. The next day after school, Mariam went back to the trampoline. She called out to Debbie at the bottom of the ladder, but there was no reply. She climbed up the ladder and through the opening in the safety net. Hello, Debbie, she called as she bounced gently on the trampoline. Still no reply. Mariam felt disappointed and then thought maybe she had dreamt everything and Debbie really wasn't her special friend after all. Then she got cross with herself and annoyed that she had believed and listened to her own imagination. Hey, Mariam, shouted Mum from the house. Do that zipper up if you're going to bounce on the trampoline. I don't want any accidents happening. Mariam huffed as she zipped up the safety net. She was fed up with being told what to do. She was fed up with her mum always having a go about something or another. She started to bounce high on the trampoline and as she did so she felt herself relax and the negative feelings drift away from her. After a few minutes she remembered what Debbie had said to her and she closed her eyes as she took a deep breath in. Hello, Mariam. Debbie's voice sounded in Mariam's ear. Hello, Debbie, Mariam replied, a smile forming on her lips as she stopped bouncing. I didn't think you could hear me today. I called out earlier, but you didn't reply. Oh, I hear you all the time, said Debbie. But you only hear me when you're not feeling a negative emotion. Oh, yes, I was a little angry with my mum earlier, said Mariam. I feel she is always telling me what to do. She's just trying to teach you how to be a good human being, said Debbie. She loves you very much and only wants the best for you. Oh, I suppose you're right, said Mariam, reluctantly agreeing. Anyway, bouncing on this trampoline helps me to calm down. And when you're in a positive frame of mind, we can talk, said Debbie cheerfully. Yes, I'm starting to understand now, said Mariam. I'm also noticing the difference between how I feel when I have a negative thought to how I feel when I have positive thought. I like the feeling positive thoughts give me best. I'm glad to hear that, said Debbie. Mariam began bouncing a few more times on the trampoline and then asked, So, why did you choose me to watch over and not some other little girl? I used to watch over your mum, Debbie said softly. You used to, questioned Mariam. Why don't you watch over her now? Is she too old? No, laughed Debbie. Age has nothing to do with it. I do still watch over her, but not in the same way as I used to. I stopped being so protective when she married your dad. Now your dad looks after her and protects her, and together they figure out any problems. I just keep an eye on her to make sure she is happy. She will always be very special to me. So is that the reason you watch over me now? asked Mariam. Because I'm my mum's daughter. Yes, that's right, agreed Debbie. You're very special to me too. Mariam thought about this for a moment and then thoughts of her mum came into her head. She thought about the times her mum had asked her to do things and how she would feel irritated by this. 
Then she remembered her mum telling her she loved her so much, even when Marion was upset with her. This thought made Marion realise just how much she loved her mum. Coming back to the moment, Marion said to Debbie, Thank you for helping me understand how much my mum loves me. That's what I'm here for, explained Debbie, to help guide and protect you. I like that you're here for me, Mariam said, smiling. It makes me feel warm inside. It's good to know that when I feel myself getting aggravated by anything, I can come to the trampoline and talk to you. Oh, you don't just have to be on the trampoline to talk to me, Debbie announced. I just needed to get your attention in order to help you understand your feelings. The trampoline was an ideal place to shut you off from everything so you could only concentrate on bouncing. Now you can talk to me wherever you are. Mariam's smile grew bigger as she felt so lucky to have this special friend around her. I may still come and bounce on the trampoline to talk to you, said Mariam, because it's our special place, the place where we first said hello. That works for me, replied Debbie. Over time, Mariam began seeing Debbie in her mind's eye, and the conversations they had together helped Mariam grow into a beautiful young woman. Also, Mariam's mum no longer had to tell Mariam to go out into the backyard for some fresh air and exercise, because every day Mariam would either be out walking around the yard or bouncing on the trampoline as she talked to Debbie, her guardian angel. I hope you enjoyed my story. Before you go, I'd like to ask you a question. Do you think you have a guardian angel watching over you? You can share your answer with me by either going to my Instagram page, Grandma Has a Story, or by visiting my website, GrandmaHasAStory.com. Also, check me out on TikTok. Thanks again for listening, and come back soon to hear another story from Grandma. Bye for now.